Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast about running, fitness, and all things health-related. I'm Martha Hughes, your host. Each week, I'll present a new episode that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to episode 20 of Martha Runs the World. Today, we're going to talk about running in the heat. It is starting to be summer. It will be summer soon, and the temperatures are heating up. But first, my disclaimer. You are listening to a running and fitness podcast. I'm a certified personal trainer and lifelong back-of-the-pack runner. All opinions expressed are just that, opinions. Feel free to disagree. I'll be going over ways to stay as cool as possible and safety precautions and what can happen if you don't take those safety precautions. So stay tuned. Do you like listening to Martha Runs the World? If you listen on the PodCoin app, you can get paid to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Just get the PodCoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use it to earn gift cards or donate to charity. It is amazing. It turns your podcast listening into charity, or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. So go get it in the App Store or on Android today. It's that time of year when things start heating up. It is summer. You don't have to worry about the snow or the cold, unless you live in San Francisco like I do, and it's cold all summer long until like September or October. (laughs) But if you live in the rest of the country, it starts to get warm. I like the warm weather. I like hot weather running. It does take some time to get used to, and it's understandable if you don't like it and you want to hide inside and run on the treadmill. I'm sure there will be some time when you want to go outside and get some runs outside. Just get fresh air and it's prettier outside. No matter what your view is from the treadmill, it's prettier outside. (laughs) And you'll just want to be outside and enjoy the nice day. Now, depending on what part of the country you're in, some parts of the U.S. gets way too warm after early morning. If you're in desert, obviously, or Texas some parts where it gets way too humid, you have to get up a little earlier and you have to go to, that means you have to go to bed a little earlier and just adjust your time so that you can go out and get your run in in the morning. And you get to see these beautiful sunrises. I have a longer commute now. And before I had to start my job earlier, I was able to get morning runs in. And some mornings I just see the most beautiful sunrises. It was really nice. And I miss those. Now I get to see sunsets, which is also nice, but it's good point to just make that part of your weekly routine. You're going to go out and get your runs in very early. I just don't do the treadmill myself. If you want to do it a few times a week or part of the time, that's fine. But I only do it if there's wildfire smoke in the air. And sometimes we get that here. Unfortunately, it's a normal part of our summer routine in that there's going to be wildfire somewhere and there will be smoke in the air and it will be too smoky and too bad to run. So I will be stuck inside unless I want to rent a car and go drive a couple hundred miles away. I can't afford to do that all the time. So I am stuck in the treadmill, which is unfortunately unfortunate. And I avoid that at all costs. It's just a horrible, wretched thing to me, and I'd rather do something else, to be perfectly honest. I'll probably go on the spin cycle if I can. Some heat safety precautions to take. Now, always wear sunscreen. 
if you have light colored skin, just put it on and they have those nice little handy compact containers you can take with you. Just stick in your pocket and put it on every hour. Just put it on because it's going to dissipate. You're going to sweat and you're going to have to reapply. So make sure and put it on at regular intervals. Wear a hat. Now, I like trucker's caps myself, and there's a reason why I like them. It has a wider brim in the front, and it has plastic mesh. It isn't the same as a baseball cap. It has mesh in the back, and the reason why, now the mesh still protects your your head. Your scalp is protected, but you can pour water on your head without taking the cap off, so you get that nice, refreshing, cold water on your head without having to remove your cap. It's just a bonus. And they're cool. Come on. Trekkers caps are cool. And they have a lot of really fun ones and neat ones. And if your head is small, you they also have those too. You can look for ones for smaller heads. And they have nice ones just for runners, especially trail runners. They have really cool trail running trucker's caps. If you're into sunglasses, wear sunglasses. I particularly don't wear them because I always have a cap on. And sunglasses t- tend to make the ground too dark so I can't see where I'm going <laughs> and, I, and I'm afraid of tripping so I don't wear them if I didn't wear a cap I'd wear those but then I'd be afraid of of getting the scalp of my head burned and, and that's why I worry about people who just wear the visors because their scalp it, their scalp can get sunburned if you wear a visor you got to put the sunscreen on the, your scalp and I know that sounds weird and it may be bizarre but you've got to protect that it will get burned Now, when you have your water, I mean, don't just take plain water with you unless you're only going to go like five or six miles. That's fine. But if you're going to go anywhere past six miles in warm weather, do not just drink plain water. Mix your water with electrolytes. And we'll go into some of the reasons why later on. Because it's just a really unsafe thing to do is just to drink plain water because you can flush out all the salt and electrolytes in your system. So that's why you need to mix something in with your water. Run a little slower. Don't go out at a fast pace. Just go slower. If you think maybe you're breathing really heavy and everything, you probably are because hot air is dense. And especially if it's humid, it's going to be really hard to breathe. So just go slower. If you have to take walking breaks, take walking breaks. Go a little slower. If there's shade at all, if there's two ways to go and one has is tree-lined and one is not, go on the tree-lined. Go on the side of the street that has the shade as opposed to the other side. But you know that. <laughs> it's common sense, right? And they also say to eat foods with a lot of minerals such as bananas, dried apricots, whole grains, especially after a run. And don't be too ambitious. Don't think that, oh, I'm going to go out and get a rec- world record today. I'm going to go out and run my longest run today. Maybe not if it's really hot. Also, take salty snacks with you. When it's hot, you're going to need pretzels. You probably don't even want the sweet stuff. Take pretzels with you. Take anything with salt. Even take salt tabs with you if it's a longer run. And you can take those if you need for quick. If you start hitting the wall, it may be because you're missing the electrolytes and the salt. So a quick pretzel and a couple gulps of electrolyte mix will help you. Wear light-colored clothes as opposed to dark because the dark will gather in the sun. You'll be a lot hotter in darker clothes, so wear light-colored clothes. If you're really sensitive to the sun, 
You may want to wear long sleeve shirts, like white long sleeve running shirts that have sunscreen in them, built in them, so your arms will be protected. They won't get hurt. They have those. I mean, they have the hats with the little uh, back cloths in the back of them. I don't know what they call them, that can protect you too. It does take about two weeks to adjust to the warmer weather, so give yourself that amount of time. You may feel sluggish and slower, and it may make you very tired, but it will get better. And consistency is key. It will be harder at first, but it will get better. There are certain heat dangers to watch out for. If you start getting heat cramps, you could get really bad heat cramps if your electrolyte loss is too much. And that's why I say if it's more than six miles, don't just take your plain water. You want to take electrolytes. Some good ones are None is really good. It has a lot of salt and it has effervescence. Effervescence. <laughs> it's always hard to say. Say that again. Effervescence. A little bubbly, which is I like with my tummy because sometimes when it's hot, my tummy gets a little questionable and it helps settle it down. So I like that in hot weather. You can also try Tailwind, which has the nutrition in it so you don't have to eat anything. If it's really hot... Try Tailwind at half amount because the two scoops of Tailwind in there might make you a little nauseous. It does me anyway. So try it at one scoop and then try it at two and that might get you through the first part or try none or any of the others. There's a lot of others to choose from. There's Hammer, there's Scratch. There's all kinds of different ones that you can choose from. I mean, you can make your own too and I'll talk about that in another episode. Dehydration is something to worry about, but too much water and not enough salt and electrolytes is called hyponatremia. And that is actually becoming more common than dehydration. And that happened to me actually in a half marathon. I was doing the trail half marathon and it was very hot that day. And it was actually in May and it's the same weekend that we had rain this year. So it was two years ago, and it's very warm. And I had taken, I took water instead of the electrolyte mix at, at the aid station, which was a big mistake. And there were a lot of steps and a lot of hills. And I was coming down the last flight of stairs, and as I was coming down, my right quad just started cramping up bad. Oh, it hurt. It hurt. I couldn't move. I had to start massaging it and everything. And it just winced with pain. And these tourists were going past me. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I just have cramps. Ah, it hurts. It hurts. But I'll be okay. You know, so <laughs> fortunately, I had a little bit of electrolyte mix in my in my little bottle that I had in my waist pack. So I gulped that down and I felt better. But had I taken the electrolyte mix at, at the aid station instead, I probably would have felt better. So when you get to an aid station or if, if you're a road runner and you get to the, the hydration station, don't take water, just take the electrolyte mix if it's warm. You're going to need it. You're going to need that salt. You're going to need the electrolytes. I cannot stress that enough. The signs of heat exhaustion are dehydration, nausea. It could also be hyponatremia. You don't know how long that took for me to learn that word. <laughs> you could also have headaches, a high temperature, and you need to get to cooler temps before it turns to heat stroke. 
And heat stroke is very, very serious, and you have to get medical attention immediately. So if you start getting that exhaustion, you have to rest and get out of the sun and get your temperature down and get some fluids in you, get some salts in you, get some electrolytes in you, and rest, because heat stroke is really, really serious. And I cannot stress that enough. You can make warm weather a lot more fun by planning. Planning is everything, right? <laughs> you can. Just take more fluids than you think you, you're going to need. If you usually go out for a four or five mile run and you don't take any water with you, take some water with you. Take a little bottle. Take a handheld if you don't want to carry anything. Take a little handheld with you. Take a waste pack. I have a little waste pack with me that takes a little bottle. Or stop or go on a route where you know there's water fountains where you can stop and get water. But you want to have access to water. You don't want to deprive yourself of water if it's hot. You want to plan your route and look for shade. Look for places. If you're going on a trail run, you take water with you, obviously. Even short runs always take water with you. I'm amazed by when I go up to the headlands and I see these people who don't have water. It's like, man, what happens if you're... incapacitated and you don't have any water with you and you're out there for a couple hours. You're SOL, you know? Take water with you. Oh, and if you're out on a trail run, if there's a creek by you, that's awesome. Stop is don't drink it, of course, because that can make you sick, but splash your face with it. If you have one of those little cups with you, those little portable cups, you can put it in the stream and pour water on your head. Just don't drink from it because... It may make you sick, so you don't want to do that. You can also make sure you go past sea stores or stores where you can run in and buy something cool or something like that, too. You can also get a little ice. Another way to stay cool is get off the roads. Stay off the pavement. Pavement, it gets super hot in the summer, especially in some parts of the country, so you want to stay off that. And it's a really nice time to do trail running. So if you've never done trail running before, check out the past episode that I did on trail running. You can get some tips that way too. It's a really nice way to do it. More on hyponatremia. And this is from the Mayo Clinic website. Hyponatremia occurs when the concentration of sodium in your blood is abnormally low. And this happens because we drink plain water without the sodium and the electrolytes, as I've been talking about. So I cannot stress it enough to not just drink plain water when it's hot. And what happens is that during hyponatremia is your cells begin to swell, which can be life-threatening. It's becoming more and more common as people just drink water, just drink more and more water. And sometimes people drink too much water. Read the book by Dr. Tim Noakes called Waterlogged. A lot of people just drink too much water, so they are washing away everything. You want to replace what you're losing by putting in some electrolytes and salts back into your system. Another tip that I was reading is you want to constantly remember to relax one muscles when it's hot because we have a tendency to get a little stressed when it's warmer. It's easy to forget. It's hot out. We're not used to it. And until we get used to it, just relax. And you might even take a moment when you walk, because do take walking breaks. I think it's important when it's hot to take a walking break, pour a little water on your head, and just 
relax the muscles and just say, okay, where am I stressed? Where am I stressed? Just relax the muscles and make sure that everything is cool, nice and relaxed. And then you go back to running and you feel better. And see the positives of training in the heat. And you didn't think there were, were there? See, I like running in the heat because it makes you stronger. It does. It makes you a better and stronger runner. The positives of of training in the heat is if you have a race in the fall, those tough, hot weather runs will make you a stronger runner. You will find that running in the heat makes you able to run faster when it's a little cooler. Even a little bit will help. And you'll say, wow, I don't need near as much effort as I did during that hot weather. And see, your body, in the heat, your body gets better at distributing blood from core to the skin to dissipate heat. And that's why it's important to stay at it and to keep going into the heat because your body will get used to it. It does take like two or three weeks, so it will take some time. But your body will get used to being out there in the heat. The body gets also better at controlling core temperature. You may find yourself super hot at first, and then it gets better at getting your body cooler as you keep doing it. You sweat more at a lower temperature and heat. This may seem annoying, but it's actually more efficient. So yeah, I sweat a lot, so I must be healthy. (laughs) Your sweat contains less salt as you exercise in heat. So you'll maintain proper electrolyte mixture within the body. This is super important because the more you exercise in heat, the less salt your sweat contains and the less you'll need to replace. So as you get used to the heat, the better it your body will be at maintaining that salt. So the less likely you're going to be to have those cramps and nasty things that hyponatremia brings on. So these are all the really interesting and important things about running in the heat. It's a little bit shorter episode this week, but I think it's important. And just remember these things as you run. And I know it's not easy to get heat adapted, but it's important to get heat adapted. Now, when is it not safe to run in the heat? When it's, like I said, in the middle of the day. When it's super, super hot, if it's like 100 degrees, I would say, unless you're a crazy person, not to do it. In the middle of the day is not not the right time. And sometimes in the evening, until it's late in the evening is not the right time because the heat stays with us until like 4 or 5 or 6. So maybe after 7. It really depends on your area. You know your area better than I do. Early in the morning is best. Before the sun comes up is best. And just get used to it. Once you get used to it, you can go out a little bit later in the morning. It won't bother you quite so much. Try walking a little bit more. Drink more electrolyte mix. Wear a hat. Wear sunscreen. And don't be too ambitious. Okay? Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you've learned a lot about warm weather running and you're not quite as nervous or afraid about it. We want to be prepared. Preparation is key. And if it's still not your bag, the treadmill awaits. (laughs) You can always have that choice. You know, if that's what you like, go for it. I do have a website. It's MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. The Facebook page is the same name. My email is MarthaRunsTheWorld at GMX.com. I also have a YouTube page where I like to put up little sound bites of past episodes. 
I would love it if you would go to Martha Runs the World on YouTube, to my YouTube page, and put in thumbs up and maybe give me a a little review, positive review. That would be cool. I also have a Patreon button on the website. You can donate $1 or $2 a month if you want. It would be awesome. And there's also a coffee, K-O-F-I page, if you just want to give me $1 or $2, just a one-time thing. That would be very cool. We have a lot of upcoming shows, and I hope you come back. I release a new episode every Tuesday. We have some cool things coming up. So on that note, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run. 